Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats to keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, accessories, and more to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. If only you could deliver Kara's books like that, just straight to your door. So you would stop tweeting at me about the warmth of other suns. Read another book. Just go to stitchfix.com slash keep it and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. You'll be paired with your own very personal stylist who will handpick five items to send right to your door. Then you try them on, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping exchanges and returns are always free. There is no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix. Wherever you want, Stitch Fix's styling is only $20, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. So you can get started now at stitchfix.com slash keep it, and you will get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash keep it to get started today. Stitchfix.com slash keep it. We're back with an all-new Keep It Brief. If podcasting be the food of love, then play on, as Shakespeare once wrote. Today, we are joined by comic and actor and writer Yasser Lester from Black Monday, which is on Showtime. You should be watching it. Casey Wilson was literally just on the show, and she's on it too, and we told you to watch it. So if you're not watching it, that means you don't listen to things we say, and it's a little concerning when I have plans to turn the Keep It listenership into a cult. Anyway, uh, we're going to talk about the rude cancellation of One Day at a Time by Netflix. What's up with that? We'll be right back. I like everyone's clothes. (laughs) Everyone's clothes are nice. You love love this Elizabeth Holmes hoodie. Yeah. (laughs) About to scam everybody with my looks. Oh, wait. You you know, you clearly, you know her. Uh, Amy Aniobi. Do y'all know Amy? 
the other day I saw her uh, at the San Vicente Bungalows hot oh, yeah, new yeah, spot, yeah, yeah. and I was like, that she's wearing this big cardigan. I was like, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. What is that? And she's like, it's Serena Williams for Serena Williams. And then I spent three hundred dollars on the Did same cardigan. <laughs> Absolutely, I was just like, this is mine. Wait, I could, I love a cardigan. I will be shopping right after this. That's when people say like snug. That's what a cardigan is to me. Like you get a big cardigan, like oh yeah, this is snug. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anything mm-hmm. else, I don't really ride with snug. But <laughs> <laughs> cardigan. <laughs> uh, all right, Netflix, the self-proclaimed hub for showcasing underrepresented stories, just announced that it was canceling a show about an underrepresented family. (laughs) Uh, Netflix is canceling one day at a time after three seasons. The show was based on the hit show created by Norman Lear in 1975. It was a reboot focused on a Cuban-American family with Justina Machado and Rita Moreno. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how you cancel anything. Noted award hoarder. She should tell tell you that it's over. She's done. She's done with your show. (laughs) Um, To talk about this, we're with Yasir Lester. You were. I mean, you're currently on Showtime's Black Monday. I'm currently on Showtime's Black Monday. You know, you were in a show. That did not last. I've as been well. in every show that's been canceled. Many, every, many. If you go back in time, you'll see me pop up, and then like it's time to get cop rock, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the get smart reboot. Yeah. Andy Richter controls you. all of it, all of it. Mrs. Columbo, yeah. Columbo spinoff. Last season of Hanging with Mr. Cooper, all of it. All of it. Did you replace Raven? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were in space for that. Yeah. Season. <laughs> uh what do we got to say about this? this I, it's it's weird. Well, also, right? here's the thing. Netflix is ratings jail, where you don't know what the ratings are up to or yeah, where they've true. been or it's, what they mean. It's ratings ice. Yes, ratings ice. They don't, they don't, they don't tell you <laughs> anything. <laughs> so I remain afraid of Netflix, but, but I'm, I'm also not surprised because I don't feel like I knew a lot of people who were talking about One Day at a Time that said, you know that I have seen every episode of the original One Day at a Time, which is some real 70s white lady drama. I love the original. Where like every character begins every sentence with, damn it, you know, <laughs> Damn it, Julie. I can't believe you did this to me. Yeah. Did you watch One Day at a Time? I did. Oh, and you I did? loved it. Yeah, yeah. So I watched all of season one, like when it first came out, and then like kind of forgot about it truthfully. Mm-hmm. And then when season three came out, I like went back and watched all of them. Because your boy's a sucker for like a nice, simple multicam. Like, I just want to feel good. The show was feel good. It was easy. And like, here's here's the biggest bummer, I think, with it is because there's no way Rita Moreno's salary was $3.5 million an episode. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. a three-camera show. For the most part, everyone was relatively unknown. They 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 could have made the show forever and just let it become something. And, like, I know three seasons, you can argue, is a lot. But it's also not—it's Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if this were three seasons on NBC where people—you can see the metric of people tuning in— week to week and it's falling off or whatever but it's like we all did the same thing we all once it came on we watched nine in a row and then we did something and then we came back and watched nine in a row and like in the day it's whether you feel as an executive the story is important to you or not like 
there are enough people out there that it is their story and it is something that they want to see. And I, look, I'm black as hell. And like, I have like, I don't know, like I, I wasn't raised like by uh, with a bunch of Cubans, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, but it was one of the most relatable shows I've ever seen in terms of just like, oh, there's a single mom yeah. raising her kids and the grandma lives in the house. It was positive to yeah. me because I dated an evil Cuban. <laughs> and it was nice what? to see positive. Yeah, there are, you know what? There are good Cubans. I've been telling people that. <laughs> one, thing, one thing that I do sort of appreciate, and I'm not happy that the show has been canceled, but one thing I do sort of appreciate is like, now that Netflix actually has been canceling shows, at least that makes sense to me from a business model because already I don't understand how Netflix works. Right. And so when they were just letting terrible shows and not that this one is terrible, but when they were letting terrible shows just go on and on, I right. was like, what is your money situation? I was like, how yeah, does yeah. this work? And so now that they're actually making decisions seemingly based off of audience numbers, I'm like, okay, at least I can wrap my mind around that is a business decision because before I was like, I don't know what you're doing. Let me say this. If one day at a time would have been about like, if one day at a time would have been the Roseanne model, that yeah. show would have run right. forever right. because it doesn't, at the end of the day, like it's to me, and it is a conversation I've had before it, you can argue that it's racism. And I think that is at its core at its core. But I think realistically is that there's not even the thing, thought of like is this important to right. a certain group of people you know what i'm saying it it becomes a non issue versus like the well let's see if if it gets a bigger audience amongst this demographic or whatever i just think that there's yeah. like I don't know what it is, so it's gone. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like, which I actually think is a little bit more insidious than just being like, get rid of the no, Cubans. Weird it's more like, what are they Cubans? Knew. Yeah. They knew because the Twitter feed for Netflix when they canceled it, right. yeah. switched from All being plantain yeah. to being like, <laughs> <laughs> plantain Twitter came out. <laughs> it switched to, we know that this story was very important to a lot of people. Right. And, you know, we're, we're very sad that we can't keep telling these stories, but don't let this be a deterrent <laughs> and, and let you know that your stories aren't important. Clearly not. Yeah, <laughs> it is so crazy to say that. Be like, look, we hate it, but don't <laughs> let that deter you. It's, Some people don't. It really, the thing is, it really is like the most, it's the most insidious part about like overcoming sort of the diversity issue in Hollywood, I think, which is like that the people who still get to make the decisions are still the same group of people. So yes. even if you have show creators and actors and writers, the people who say yes to things. And so if a white dude reads my script, and I have had this with stuff that I've written. I once had this white man say to me, um, there's no good white people in this script. And I was like, there's none of the real world. Yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like he doesn't because he doesn't get he doesn't get why it's funny. He doesn't understand right. my jokes. And so it could be an excellent script, but if he doesn't get it, this one person doesn't get it, he's not going to say yes to it, as opposed to even saying, I'm going to step outside myself right. and say, I don't get this. This isn't for me, but I'm going to continue to support this. And until you have more of those people, they're going to make exactly these types of decisions. Yeah. Well, and part of it, too, is I think it was mentioned in a Variety article, Netflix doesn't produce. They're not the studio who made right. One Day at a right. Time, yeah, too. Yeah. So it's also part of this thing where... We don't know the ratings for these shows, and we also know that they're canceling shows that they're not producing. Like, they right. got rid of the Marvel shows yeah, yeah, because yeah. Marvel was making those, and right. they're like, well, we're not paying a fee 
to right. air your shows on our network because right. it's money that's not coming in their right. pocket. And for one day at a time, it seemed like, like you were saying, it's not an expensive show. At all. You There's know? no way. Whereas Netflix <laughs> makes The Ranch, and that will probably air for <laughs> 25 years, right. even though it aired for multiple seasons with Danny Masterson on it when he was out here allegedly raping people. By the way, I feel like maybe they would have kept one day at a time if, here's who I'm going to drag right now, the Emmys had given like Rita Moreno a nomination. She's like amazing it's, on the show. And I think that's like why Netflix has shows like this, like so that they can get awards attention. You know what I mean? Like, right. would The Crown really still be on if it weren't cleaning up Emmys? Probably not. You I know mean, what I mean? The yeah. Crown is delectable. It is. Sumptuous. Is it? It's pretty good. It's once Dazzling. you get, you have to get past the first three episodes. I was like, do I care about these old white people? Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, wow, I really care. Um, like it was a turning point. My mom is like anything with an accent. She's what like, did, she's into it. What so did she, your mom say? You tweet about your mom a lot. Yeah. yeah. What? Me and my mom be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Shout out Vicky. <laughs> when, when you've been on a show that's maybe ended, yeah. what, do, what does your mom say to you? I, I mean, it's, pardon me, I mean it sincerely. There's a, and I, I think all of us probably deal with this. There's a part of your parents that is extremely proud of you. And there's also a part of them that has no concept of what it is that you do. Really? <laughs> like, they're like, they know enough to tell their friends, like, my kid's handling it. But then when you, like, try to explain, they're like, I'm having a stroke. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. I'm having a stroke. So when I'm like, oh, so-and-so ended, she's like, all right, well, what's the next thing? I'm like. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. Do you have a plan? Yeah. This weekend, getting texts from my grandmother, who listens to Keep It, apparently. Oh, God. See? Hi, Grand. <laughs> um, she, she was like, I loved hearing you talking to Holland Taylor. I remember I used to watch Edge of Night. I was like, you were listening to me? <laughs> wow. <laughs> also, on a sa on a Saturday night, well, all, go to bed. Here, but there's so many layers to that. Like, where does she pod? You know yes, what I'm saying? Right, where, right. Where, I know for a fact <laughs> she probably listens to it on the desktop. That would, on the cool. website. that would be cool. That would be cool. play. She is not potting on her phone. <laughs> Logs onto her gateway computer. Just <laughs> Spotify.com. We have had Casey Wilson on yeah. the podcast recently. Oh, who big is, homie. Who was also in a little project with you. Mm -hmm. Seen a few billboards. Yeah. From, she from around. Black Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she around. <laughs> I love that show so much. Yo, it is. I mean it sincerely. It's one of the weirdest coolest things I've ever been a part of and like because I, I was just hired as a writer and then it, it, they put me on it but like and they yelled star at you yeah <laughs> truthfully I so talking about canceled shows <laughs> that was on a canceled show and so that was the next job I took I was just like oh like it makes you insane like people I, I used to be like why is Martin Lawrence running around Ventura with a gun in his hand and now I'm like I get it you know <laughs> I absolutely understand. <laughs> so I was like, I want to take a break from all this. I just want to like be in a writer's room and chill. And uh, long and short of it, like this dumb thing happened where like someone was like, yes, sir, I missed your show right in front of the creator. And he's like, you want to be on this one? And I was just like, yes. But uh, I say all that to say that like, you know, when someone's like, hey, do you want to work with Don Cheadle and right. Regina Hall and Andrew Rannells and Horatio? You're just like politely declined. God, I love them. All those been, people. It's just been the weirdest experience of my life in terms of like, you know, I've gotten to do some pretty cool things, but it's mm -hmm. like 
I haven't got to do Regina Hall, Don Sheetle things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in, in like a in like a black ass romantic comedy. It's crazy. It's, it's, Would they get to be funny? Right. And like you know, like because even Regina in Girls Trip has she has my favorite single line of that movie, which is so dumb. But when her and Lawrence Tate are walking away from each other, she goes in the hotel room and then she comes right back out and she goes, hmm. <laughs> she's like I didn't say anything and I was like that's the best performance in the movie I but love like, that you just quoted Girl Strip well, I, no I just like that like I don't know that I could quote how many times did you see it oh I saw it a bunch yeah I, would, I like here's the thing I was just like it's just girls it's just girls cutting up in New Orleans <laughs> my kind of movie uh, <laughs> um, but yeah I mean it's just like I, I don't know like there's something about working with like peers mm-hmm. and then like I mean, y'all know, and then you like you're around someone, you're like, oh, you were famous in the '90s, which is a completely <laughs> you're famous then and now. Like you're like, oh, okay, hello. Um, so like just being around them and like just on a goofy, weird black show that like I don't know, just like I, I think that like kind of defied expectations. Is I can't decide whether or not I want like my longtime heroes or people I just have been obsessed with my entire life yeah, to yeah. be humanized to me. Like when you meet them, are yeah, you like, yeah, yeah, wow, no. you are normal and I'm having a good time with you. And now I, there's one last God in my life. Can I say something? <clears throat> Pardon me. I think that weirdly it's the stars of today that do that more where they're like, I'm just like you. And you're like, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But when you meet someone like, again, like I've never met him, but I I know people that have met like Will Smith and it's like, that veneer stays up. Right. Yeah, he's like you're talking to Will Smith. You know what I mean? And that that's what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like totally. I want just like don't unapproachable. You're, unapproachable. You're better than me. Yeah. You have more money. Like you don't. Want, I don't want someone to be like, hey, I also eat at Pink's. You yeah, know? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. We talked about that in our most recent episode with Busy Phillips. Just the yeah, idea yeah. that sort of celebrity now is. You have to use social media more. And it's just celebrities feel more accessible to yeah, you. That's I would crazy. Feel, people would feel more comfortable going up to like Archie from Riverdale than they would going up to, I don't know, like Julia Roberts. Yes. In a store of, you know? Because you feel like that's a star. That's yes. someone on the screen. Well, and that's been like Beyonce's key yeah, practice yeah. where she's like, oh, you bitches don't know me. I don't yeah, talk, yeah. I don't talk like, to y'all niggas on the other like, Yeah. She's like, uh-uh. She's like, you I might get some that. Instagram pictures two weeks after I was on I vacation. Know. She's like, been gone. She's back. The tan is faded. And she's like, now you can get these little pictures. I, that's, I, I true and uh, complete agreeing with, completely agreeing. Rihanna with does that. She feels like a classic star in the sense of when you always see uh, paparazzi photos of her walking out of restaurants with like wine glasses. Yeah, it yeah. feels like something a celebrity in like the nineties. Yeah, would she be to doing. me, Rihanna feels like Madonna in a lot of ways. Where it's like, I mean, granted, it's you have to up the ante a little bit yeah. because the world is on fire. <laughs> She's but, like, not stealing, yeah, yeah. you know, dances from black people. Right. <laughs> that that's probably the biggest thing. Uh, <laughs> but like, um, but yeah, like with Beyonce, I'm just like, good, like good. hire uh, hire David LaChapelle right. <laughs> to do your Instagram photos, release them up in a month, and just us. Swarm like right. don't don't let us think that we're even we don't, you don't know us. Well, why would you? I think Rihanna you do maybe not... does social media the best because she is on it and not accessible, but she spends all of her time um coming up with new ways to say she doesn't have time for this. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Nothing about this is like <laughs> you're invited to hang. Right. Wait, I have I have a question for you, yes. Yeah. So uh, we've 
I of course you're a girls trip fan, but we've yeah, also yeah. we've also talked about other black rom coms that, okay. that you've enjoyed. Eve's Bayou, my favorite. <laughs> oh, I love Eve's Bayou. If, <laughs> if you were to, if tomorrow, the well. <laughs> if Rihanna came to you tomorrow and said, "Write me a movie," yeah, what would you what would you write for her? I okay, I mean it sincerely. I would be like. Uh, it, it just has to be someone with like multiple personalities or something because like <laughs> I don't because here's the thing is like I don't I don't think she's uh, I don't think you can like qualify or quantify what she is because like even like did y'all see Ocean's 8? Yeah. It's a big Ocean's 8 crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go like, up for Ocean's okay, 8. Okay that's what's up. We stand Ocean's <laughs> 8. Uh, <laughs> Wait her, Rihanna's big line tap 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 on a laptop I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> but that's my point. I like I swear to God as I was watching it I was like oh I would love this if she was all 8. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like, if she was every personality I'd be like oh yeah I get it but like and it's because it's not like she's a bad actress or any of that stuff, but I was just like, that's that's just so you're writing a Rihanna. Facet of Rihanna, the nutty professor. Oh yeah, like Rihanna. Oh my god, that's absolutely. One version of her just like waving guns, another version of her cooking, <laughs> yeah. burning her hand on a stove like the mom and soldier. <laughs> Ch- chase, chasing people with a knife. Ch- oh, Dad, you fucked the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they fucked the family. Oh I want to see Rihanna. Keep It is brought to you by Barefoot Dreams. Lewis. Yes. When you see Footprints in the Sand, that was when I carried you in my Barefoot Dreams rub. Now, is that a Leona Lewis song? <laughs> no? Uh, if you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially now as the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite luxe home blanket. And while many have attempted to duplicate their blankets, robes, and more, Barefoot Dreams' fabrication and quality cannot be replicated, so don't believe the dupes. Girl, this blanket is it. I effing love this blanket. I'm thinking about it right now, and I want to jump in my bed, which is sponsored by something that we'll do another ad for momentarily. Get ready. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Jesus, get a life, Oprah. My God. (laughs) Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. Their products make the perfect gifts, too. Uh, I throw this thing on. I wear it like a shawl. I look exactly like Ellen Burstyn. And <laughs> I am the coziest a human being can be. Because by the way, it's still that time in Los Angeles where it's like pretty mild outside and then your apartment is cold. I can't explain mm. it. I don't know things like basic science. For Keep It listeners, you can get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code KEEPIT15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. i doing that. We are due for a soul food remake. I it, And I'm true. not a big remake fan. But. I feel like we are, I don't know who would remake soul food. And <laughs> I would I would be very afraid that it would be Tyler Perry. I, here, I'm, I'm going to go controversial for a second. I think Tyler Perry's second act is going to be phenomenal. I think in a post-Medea world, <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. Yeah. Every, by her. the way, if, if this is just audio, whoever's just listening to it, I'm sure you just heard three giant gulps <laughs> as, I, as I started because everyone's just like, uh, 
that being said, I think that now he's going to be forced to do something else. And, like, here's the thing. Like, I, I'm from Atlanta where he got his start. And I remember all those commercials where it's just like, Mama done burn the cornbread again. A new play. But, you know, and so, like, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just think that, like, there there has to be something creative about him. Right? I told Lewis. I, could, I see this. Yeah, I told I think I told you once that I think. He's gonna get an Oscar nomination. I'm a little for, bit haunted for, for acting. For <laughs> I acting, think it I think he's gonna get an Oscar because he likes taking a supporting point. role. Like yeah. in, in yeah, Gone yeah, Girl, yeah. that was that was competently Listen, done. Yeah. Also, Diary of a Mad Black Woman was not a bad movie. What, so you wait, know what? I love that movie, <laughs> and I think it's Taraji. You know, I also. <laughs> It's very problematic, but I love yeah. Daddy's Little Girl. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Idris Elba one? Yeah, Gabrielle is so good in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, look. I have, we know you like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's fine. Uh, <laughs> half of his catalog, you're like, what is happening? And the other half, you're like, I I was fine with that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what was the one with Maya Angelou doing the poem and then the black angels flying above the... Was that for Colored Girls? For Colored Girls. What? No, I, it was, Diary, what was right after Diary of a Mad Black Woman? What was it, Family That Prays? No, because that's the one with like Kathy a, Bates. Kathy Bates. Was like that was a weird one. Where they're when just they like, add white people, it honestly gets weird. Well, because he, it, the, here's what I'll say about Tyler Perry that's phenomenal. He writes white people the way that white people write black people. Like, he has no <laughs> concept of them. So he's like, uh, they, uh, they're uh, eating wet Doritos. <laughs> like, is that a stereotype? They're like holding clipboards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm here would... for the presentation. <laughs> okay. I would gladly get high and watch Tyler Perry's white remake of Soul Food. That, that, that is, that's the movie. There All white go. remakes. That's All the world we should have. <laughs> you know what? That actually isn't. I, I, look, I know how problematic that is, and I would pay $30,000. <laughs> my own was like, just make all of them. White drumline. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a chalk of charcoal, they're blowing through the other This is fucking crazy. <laughs> By the way, drumline, very underrated. And then like when Kim Porter sadly passed they yeah. were like oh that was supposed to be her that was oh her. yeah and said it was the other woman that looks joy bryant no was it i thought it was no, uh zoe, or Zo saldana. No, zoe saldana i think was in wasn't she in uh one of them was in that and one of them was in uh the stepping one stomp the yard stomp the yard uh, okay i think I don't know. I don't know. The stepping one is such a 91-year-old way of putting that. That's so funny. Yeah, no. It, uh, <laughs> the stepping feature. You know what? Drumline, I, I don't want it. Drumline is a perfect movie, and I kind of... No, oh, I, I thought you were about to go in on no, it. No, no, I was no, like, I no, no. It. Drumline is objectively the best movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it is the only good movie, and I will die for Nick Cannon right now. <laughs> uh, you see her. Yeah. Thank you for being here. I, I loved it. You guys, yeah. thank you for letting me scream. Before you go, <laughs> yeah. I have a question. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on the 2020 race? Uh, um, well, uh, it's got to be Corey. Yeah. You guys, I... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I hate to be the one that says it, but <laughs> it's Corey. It's got to be Corey and Booker. First Lady Rosario Dawson. Yes. Can you imagine her as First Lady? Just... 
I mean, because here's the thing. <laughs> Jay-Z's lost one is about Rosario. It is, Dawson. yeah. So, like, the mm. idea that there would be a woman in the White House that Jay-Z <laughs> wrote, a, <laughs> wrote a song about. It's like, like a ballad, a rap ballad. So <laughs> crazy to me that I'm like, it's the only option, right? Like, we're, we're out of options. Like, it's either that or, I mean, like... The Rock's a secret conservative, and I don't want that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, See, that's why I want to go back to 90s, like, celebrity, mm-hmm. like, that veneer of, like, I'm a celeb. Yeah. We, I agree with these Fox News hosts. We know too much <laughs> we know about too some much. of these celebrities' yeah, political yeah. opinions. Ugh. I would love The Rock. I would love Chris Pratt. I would love all these people if I did not know how much they go up for God. Jesus and stripping <laughs> away my voting it's rights. It's the weirdest thing. Like, and I know this is, I, I know it's, it's something that we've all spoken about before, but it's like literally all you have to do is just not talk. Someone could just say, How are you? And you're like, I'm good. And you don't have to be like, Someone's like, How are you? And you're like, I'm good. Also, gay people. <laughs> what is that? It's like, why, why did you add the second part? You can always just say nothing. Be yeah. like John Wayne, where they discover you were racist <laughs> after you're dead on Twitter for a day, and people get mad, and then we move on because he's dead. I, but I'm also like, there's, there's no cowboy. Like, it would be surprising if you're like, this cowboy wasn't racist. Oh, yeah, no. Right. Gene Autry, like, yeah. what a humanitarian. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. whoa! Yeah, yeah. Maybe he Maybe was cool. Was, I don't so. know. <laughs> yeah. Only the cowboy ladies and bad girls are That's true. unracist. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you, Yusir. Thank you all for having People me. People should so watch Black Monday like, on Showtime. Two episodes left. Two we episodes know, left. Listen, you got Showtime for Jesus and Mira because they were on the show. <laughs> right, right. I told you to get Showtime <laughs> if you don't have it. So now you should also be watching Black Monday. Yeah. I will say this. Showtime has had more black people on the network than they ever have, and they're also giving away more subscriptions than they ever have. And I'm like, this feels bad a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Showtime, it did not cancel one day at a time. That's right. <laughs> I can say that because Netflix yeah. likes me. Bye. Bye. <laughs>